Okay, so let's move seamlessly now. Sorry to interrupt your ceremony. It's nothing personal. I just want to devour your god. This is like some gravity treatment. M O L M M. That feels apocryphal, but I'll take it. No, that's true. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I mean, that is made for undiscerning days. I'll just auto tune that, put a little guitar solo at the end. Perfect. All right. Six hours later. Y'all done got digitally painted. You done got digitally painted. No. No. Welcome to another episode of Men of Low Moral Fiber, the show that doesn't just follow orders. No matter how much the Emperor insists upon them, even if you use mind control chips implanted in our brains as a trigger to turn our backs on our loved ones and betray everything we've ever believed in, no, it's not the month way. That being said, Welcome to another great show today, and welcome to our fifth year of month, by the way. The crowd goes wild. Five years, man. That's pretty cool. I cannot believe that that's true. This is our 45th game. And 50-something episode. Maybe 60-something episode overall. Let's say 70-something. It's 100. Who knows knows how many side quests? There's no way to know. They're countless because I didn't count them. Exactly. There's no way (laughs) to know. Anyway, so thank you, dear listener, uh, for being here, however long you've been here for joining us on our monthly quests to play every LucasArts and LucasArts-like adventure game and every even somewhat related game to LucasArts or Disney or George Lucas or Steven Spielberg-related game that ever has been made or ever will be made, basically. So it's a it's a thankless job, but nobody else wanted to do it. So we're here every yeah, month we, grinding it out. We've really drifted off, off our mission, we really haven't we? Have. There's a lot of there's a couple LucasArts games that we just really don't want to play. So we're like, hey, what about this new Star Wars game? Yeah, yeah, we'll get to those later. Yeah, what Ball Blazer? Ball Buster? Yeah, I'm on I'm on Ball Buster. That sounds good. Let's let Corey play X Wing versus TIE Fighter. Perfect. She's gonna love that. Anyway. So yeah, speaking of which, we're we're here today uh talking about another Star Wars game. So of course, uh naturally, Corrigan is nowhere to be found again. Uh, but I am joined, as always, by my big brother and co-host, the Malikos to my Kestis. You should get that checked out. Dr. Professor Jason Helms. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty well, man. I, I Spoiler alert, I really enjoyed playing this game. I, I so liked good. it a lot. It was awesome. It's so good. Star Wars is fun. Uh, <laughs> and it, oh, we'll get to it that. feels hey, good to yeah. just have an unquestionably good Star Wars thing. Like, yeah. there's oh, critiques, gosh. right? It's not perfect. But it was like... Mandalorian and this yes. and nothing else. Yes. Star Wars happened else recently. Happened. It's so, so weird cool. that they stopped making Star Wars movies. You, and you in Corey's just... stead, we're uh, <laughs> we're bringing back an oldie but a goodie, our good fomp, Mr. Doctor Tyler Weaver. Come on down. How's it going, man? Hey, team. Great, great. Thanks for having me on again. Pleasure, yeah. honor. Hey, Ty. Yeah. Uh, quick question. The um the notes here say Tyler says smart stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you could just take that again. <laughs> oh yeah sure. to be fair sure, it said sure. jason says smart stuff earlier <laughs> i believe i said hey hey guys are these, are these not the most intimidating notes in the world <laughs> i know i know i was like usually there's words? expletives <laughs> or this is a say here hi everybody smart stuff <laughs> say it nail it smart stuff uh, 3x minus y equals 17 <laughs> divide four i don't know ben Math. you say that we don't follow orders here but we do fall in order I don't know. Was that the smart stuff? Did I get it? So today we're talking all about Star Wars colon Jedi colon hyphen fallen order. Not sure about the colon title of Jason sex tape. And Tyler, why don't you get us started with the development? Let's jump right in. Oh, sure. Point of order. I am always sure. (laughs) Go on. Well, uh, last time I was on this podcast was Battlefront 2. Yeah. Yeah, the 2017 version, not before that. Anyway, nice. uh, the um, EA, the publishers of uh, Jedi Fallen Order, decided to make yet a third one. This one was actually announced uh, back at E3 in 2018, actually shortly before we recorded the podcast when you had me on for Battlefront 2. Oh, nice. And I remember Jason uh, mentioning that of saying, hey, this is going to be like an actual massive campaign and campaign only. And Jason, like you, I am campaign friendly <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's more of my jam but but not overly campaign <laughs> no just like the right amount exactly no. exactly um but basically uh, this was announced back in uh, 2018 and uh was again published by ea but this time uh it was developed by respawn 
entertainment as opposed to EA Dice, like the two previous uh, Battlefront predecessors. And Respawn was the one that uh, brought us Titanfall series, which I did not play. I um, beat that this week. Which did yeah, Jason, Jason's been you. diving into that. Yeah, I'm I'm doing research too. I, I, yeah. <laughs> ten, ten second review of Titanfall two. It's really good. There's a time travel l- level Ooh. where you travel through time, Ooh. and it, puzzles work through the time travel. It's oh, really good. A lot of similarities to this game. Uh, in terms of controls, yes. Oh, okay. Like uh, lots of excuses for you to run on walls that have lines on them. Oh, sure. Yeah. The yeah. big difference would be the fact that you have a mech that you get to jump into and out of, oh. and that completely unlocks new controls. Hmm. And then, of course, the not having force powers. Sure. But uh, yeah, it's, it is not something I'm going to think about a lot, but it's a really well-made game. Would you really rather have the game. mech or the force? Oh, don't put me in that situation. I was going to go the other way because rather than jumping into a mech, it'd be like Fallen Order, but if you were BD-1. Oh, yeah. And every, every once in yeah. a while you get to jump on your Jedi and use his cool powers. Yeah, oh. that's a good, good point. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so Respawn uh, collaborated with Lucasfilm, as you would imagine, to create new characters, locations that, that we get to experience in this game. And this, as opposed to the Battlefront ones that uh, were previously released, this one is set between episode three and four. Uh, I think 15 years. Is that what it was after the five years of the five Five years, five Five years years after order 66. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And uh, it basically was uh, head up by obviously writers, developers, et cetera, of names that (laughs) I'm not well uh, familiar with. Yeah. I want to give a shout out the game um, director and kind of just kind of the head of, you know, who like introduced it at E3 and and did all that talking head stuff was Stig Asmussen, who just kind of seemed to like the front man for the whole, like all of Respawn. He's like every interview I looked at, he was taking up the lead, all the E3 stuff. He was kind of giving all the presentations behind the scenes stuff, how it was made, introducing Cal Kestis, the main character. And then the writers we should give a shout out to because we will get into this, but we enjoyed the story. Overall, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. uh, Aaron Contreras, Manny Hagopian, Matt Mishnovitz, and Megan Fausti, who all just, they, they're the four writers, at least on the Wikipedia page and in the credits. I'm sure there were many more writing teams under that. But um, yeah, I think they did a great job molding Cal's story and Grease and Seer and Trilla and all of them, just ha- all of their stories weaving together. And then obviously you get uh, Marin at the end there, which is just a really cool touch. Again, we should say spoilers, spoilers. spoilers. from here on out. Not that there's a lot you can necessarily spoil by just naming characters, but we'll get into spoilers, and um, this is kind of the last spoiler warning we'll give, because there is there are plenty. And hey, one of the cool things about this game is um, Marin's not necessarily just at the end. You can actually go to Dathomir, like, right away. This no. game just allows you to go wherever you want. And it's like, uh, hey, there's this planet called Dathomir. You should not go there. Um, you will die. So don't. But if you do, you die. You I looked it up early. You can go there and die a lot, and a lot. as you in between dying a lot, you can actually go get dual lightsaber. Wow. So you can get that earlier on. You can get it like in the first two hours. Oh, you can just wow. go straight to Dathomir and just Damn like, me for following the order they suggested. But oh. I think I saw that. I talked to Jason. He's like, yeah, you know, I think it was Jason who was like, yeah, that's stupid. Don't do that. Like, yeah, just play the game. I was like, all right. So I still didn't follow just the linear story, but we're skipping way to gameplay, by the way, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. It's one of those episodes where it's just all over the place. I went through the order of the game and it's so, so rewarding. Yes. Going to Ilum, getting your Kyber crystal and we'll get into that later, but that whole sequence where you get that is much more rewarding than just going to a special crate and getting it first, you know, earlier on. Cause it's not even, it's not even because it's a cheat and it's way more powerful. It's actually less powerful than a single lightsaber. It just looks cool. But yeah, I, I thought that was cool that you could do it, but it's more rewarding to not. Did you guys let out any expletives when you got the double lightsaber or any of the other upgrades moments like that? That was the one for sure. Yeah, I full on cursed on my TV. It was great. Like this yeah. is awesome. I was waiting for it. They're giving me all these skins of all these different lightsabers. I'm like, I want to change the color. Why do I only have yes. blue and green? Like I want Ray's golden lightsaber. And I eventually got that. Yeah. So I, I hope we get, a, I guess uh, I was gonna say something stupid because KOTOR, of course the answer is, it's kind of like in, in um, South Park, Simpsons did it. Yep. KOTOR did it. A lot of our complaints about any Star Wars game is, oh yeah, KOTOR did it and they did it better. Uh, but the idea that the color of the lightsaber is tied to who you are and how you play the game. Mm. And what kind of Jedi you want to be. And that's exactly what Knights of the Old Republic did. So, But it'd be cool to see that in a game that's less than 15 years old. So uh, Respawn, maybe uh, maybe in Fallen Order 2 coming out next year. Not announced yet. Speaking, <laughs> of, uh, speaking of things that have not been announced yet, uh, come back to me around KOTOR when we do a month in the news. Ooh! 
Ooh. Okay, back to development. I'm I'm out there on the streets getting Dude, sources. Digging it up. I love it. Occasionally wow. just staring at Reddit for an hour and being like, hey, look, there's a thing. That's that seems credible. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what else you got, man? Uh, development wise, uh, that's kind of as deep as I dove. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And I think the, yeah. the big question here is the move to a campaign because we have not yeah. had a Star Wars single player campaign mode um, in about a decade. No, uh, no, no. We, well, we had like the six hour one right. in Battlefront 2. Yeah. But which was, was really cool, but it. That was an appetizer for the campaign exactly. mode that many of us wanted, yeah. really. Yes. Iden, Iden Versio, really cool character. Really cool story, even though it was so compact. Really cool turn. I agree. Her family agree. and everything. I thought some cool characters, but yeah, definitely a good way to put it was it was an appetizer for this. Yep. And so um, I think it's a bit of a risk by EA. Um, and I think they're really glad they took it. Uh, just as we look back at the development for this, um, there had been you know quite a few Star Wars games that have come out uh, with the Battlefronts and such that have been focused on multiplayer. And uh, the thought of doing more multiplayer with Star Wars, I just, it's not something I care that much about, but I am so excited about campaigns. And, and I think, honestly, Battlefront 2 kind of scratches that itch. Like, that, it still exists. It's still a great yep. multiplayer thing. Like, they didn't need a third one. And they yep. still release DLCs for it. Yeah. Like, they just released one a few months ago. So they yeah. still have new planets and new characters. And Post the episode nine, they released Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's definitely still going, which is cool that they can do both at the same time. They don't have to just pick one or the other. Totally. So I'm thinking as we move into gameplay, uh, maybe we could start just huge plot spoilers, and then cool. um, I want some special time to talk about the difficulty of this game. Yes, yeah, for please. sure. Thank you. Yes. I don't uh, want to d- dive too much into it, but I think that's needed. I need to promise that it's out there, right? Otherwise, yes. it'll linger, and we'll, we'll all want to talk about it. I agree. So, yeah, yeah. That's my first note is about the difficulty, so let's save My that. third one is. Let's save that. <laughs> what did you want to start off with, Jay? Well, just the, the brief plot is that uh, Cal Kestis is a uh, Jedi um, kind of. He's one of the younglings that got away. Yeah. So uh, Cal Kestis is one of the younglings that survived uh, Order 66. And he starts the game uh, working on some kind of junk planet in a uh, spaceship graveyard. And then it's found out that he's a Jedi. His best friend dies. And there's some Inquisitors hunting him. So then a strange ship comes up. And, oh, look, it's a former Jedi named Seer, and she's awesome. And she's got a pilot named Grease, and they fly around doing cool stuff. Uh, and it mixes Star Wars stuff with ancient alien stuff, which is kind of fun oh, as they go on this, this quest jam. to find. Uh, By the way, yes, real quick, yes, speaking of ancient alien stuff, did you get, hold on, it's, I'm talking slow because I can't remember what I was going to say. No, uh, the coolest finish for a lightsaber. Chromium? Or a calcum. Or a calcum. It's true. I uh, think it was like or a calc or something close yeah. to it. But it's it's or a calcum or, or really close. I remember. Yeah, it, yes. a throwback to uh, it would be Indiana Fate Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, yeah. which you get all these or calcum beads, right? And mm-hmm. it's like a form oh, of money wow. to like, and it's also a form of like gas, I think, for I don't know what it is. You've got to melt them down to run something. And it takes like 20 minutes to walk across this entire level to go get another one. And you can only carry one at a time. It's awful. And, and it's the whole, yeah, it's part of like an ancient alien universe structure spaceship. Anyway, that was cool. Keep talking plot. So the ancient aliens, this one are called the Zepho. And uh, the Sayers former master, Eno Cordova, has uh, left the location of all the hidden younglings, all the force sensitive youngsters in the world who never entered into Jedi training uh, in some kind of temple that you can discover by solving a bunch of Indiana Jones puzzles. Um, And so you solve the puzzles. And as you do, there's this really cool leveling system where Cal has uh, cut himself off from the force. That's the way that he hid. And so he used to be able to force push, but he's forgotten how. And in the moment where he has to use force push, all of a sudden you get a flashback scene and you see Jaro Topol, Cal's um, Jedi that was training him. And uh, so then you learn how to force push and you move on. So that happens with each of the new things that you learn, the new major force powers. Uh, One other thing they do with that, though, is they build up and slowly retell Cal's story through those flashbacks until you get to the night of Order 66. And I just thought that was one of the coolest scenes in a video game I've ever played. I agree. So good. You know it's coming, and Cal, this little twelve-year-old, is just walking around saying hi to all the clone troopers, oh, dude. Which they were so nice and like giving him high fives, and it was just like, oh my god. Uh, they're doing like fake guns at him and stuff, and he's like, pew pew, hey. Oh. 
Uh, it is adorable. How's your it, training going? I'm going to be a master in no time. Oh. He's like, you better get in there. Don't keep the master waiting. Oh, my, oh my so gosh. So precious. As they're talking, uh, one of the stormtroopers uh, leans over and says, uh, oh, sorry, what was that? And uh, sorry, clone troopers says, uh, what was that? And uh, you hear Order 66 coming oh, over his radio, ra- radio and he just turns and starts shooting at Jaro Topple. And uh, I, I thought it was Jaro Topal. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm trying my best. You're right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Topal. Topple sounds like he's like he's unsteady. The fastest syllable, et cetera. <laughs> One of them yeah. there, uh, Jaro Tapples. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> J-Taps. I love, by the way, how he just destroys the clone trooper who's like, he's awesome. Oh, it's time to murder you. And behind his back, just lights his lightsaber and just chops him in half as he's talking to Cal. Um, If Fallen Order 2 is just all all Jaro to Paul prequel, I'm in. I'm in. I was was out on him for the first four or five. I was like, who is this funny looking? Love him. But by the end of it, after that scene, which is the climax of the whole thing, right? Order 66. And you're running and you're trying to save him. And. He, going back to the plot, he ends up sacrificing himself for you, and Cal ends up blaming himself. I'm using me and Cal as the same person as I described the plot. You were doing a better job. Sure. But anyway, uh, that whole scene, I watched it again today, and it Ooh. it hits hard, man. That is yeah. so good. But even out of the context of playing the game, it's really well written and well shot, and everything is just, it's movie-like in how, um, I guess, like emotive it is. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Meanwhile, Seer cut herself off from the force because uh, when one of her uh, Padawans was captured, she grew out the dark side and used dark side powers yeah. to try to escape and rescue her Padawan. And so she never wants to do that again, never wants to hurt anybody. And so she cut herself off from the force. And so, of course, by the climax, uh, the uh, Padawan is now a uh, dark Sith Lord inquisitor and uh sarah has to become a jedi again cal becomes a jedi again they jedi together and they in the last moments save her um former student trilla uh trilla uh and they both they both over seem to overcome their survivor guilt that they've been you know kind of carrying on this entire yeah game. yeah That's interesting yeah speaking of survivor guilt we've also got night sister marin who you meet on death yeah because all of her yeah. other night sisters have gotten night killed do we do night for everything on death is that they got night killed anyway. yeah yep. um, <laughs> night sisters they got night killed night marin and night so malikos is hanging out there some night revenge yep. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, you two, you two become pals yep. and, uh, yeah. she joins your club She's great. and then you do this really cool final mission where you swim underwater and oh, yeah. break into a base and have to fight like everybody along the God, way. That final mission was fantastic. Oh, good. And of course, in the moment when, um, Trilla turns back to the light so and it's like, you know what? I can be redeemed. Uh, what's that music? Is that, is that Darth Vader's music I hear? Oh, so Vader good. Vader comes in. Huge surprise. This is the moment where I told Ben earlier, uh, hey, do not look at any trailers. Yeah. Because yeah. Some of the trailers spoiled this, unfortunately. Oh, it showed ridiculous. him in the trailers? Yeah. It's such no, a, it did su- not. Yeah, it did. It's such a oh good, uh, not even a twist, just a, a great little surprise at the end. Oh, I, I did not I did not expect no, that. And I heard it. I was like, is this the end of the game? And then you get this extra bonus, like, amazingly fun run back. And it was great. Yeah. Gosh, it was great, great. Great little mission where you're just fighting. You you don't yes. try Slash to kill Vader. running away from. You don't even try. You just run. Yeah. No. You hit him in the um, head and then you run. Yep. So he kills Trilla. Uh, he almost kills Sare. Sare is able to uh, use her force powers to start a flood, get you mm-hmm. out of there. And now you you've got the the MacGuffin in your hands, holocron, and right? the, the the Sith holocron, the holocron uh, that you used Goonie powers to find. Yep. Yeah. Whatever it is. Anyway, you you uh, aligned the knife with the Death yeah. Star, and the yeah. uh, you just happen to be on the right cliff. The math adds up. And it, it actually was in the desk right next to uh, the emperor. Who knew? You needed a map to find I, that. I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> and, and you're like, uh, you're like, hey, now we can go find all these little kids that are living wonderful lives and don't know that they have force powers and we can ruin their lives. And Cal's like, what if we didn't? What if we just let them do their thing? And that idea was introduced by Dark Sister. Oh, hey. Little, little seed planted. In nice. Marin. That's awesome. Good call. Yeah, but yeah, I thought that was a really cool twist because it, it, it would have been, I wouldn't have questioned it, I don't think. It would have been very much mm-hmm. in like the, the Star Wars Jedi world. And I would have given them the benefit of the doubt if they'd just been like, oh, we yeah. got to go find and save these kids and rebuild the Jedi Order. But the fact that they rejected that and did a little Ryan Johnson of like, no, like they go live their lives. Boom, let's destroy yeah. this holocron. 
and let's be good people, basically. Yep. Well, that was the plan for three quarters of the game, and I was bought into it. And then, you know, Marin or Marin introduces the idea of like, hey, maybe this isn't the best idea. And I'm listening to this. I'm like, it's actually a really good point. He's making making some sense. And then and then it lets you, you know, do a few levels and whatnot and think about it and, and marinate it on more. And then you're like, at the end, he makes that decision. You're like, all right, touche. Nice job. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what else do we have? I, okay, going back to, uh, I guess, my other favorite scene, other than the, that Order 66 scene where you're like fighting for your life, was the, the Kyber Crystal scene I talked about earlier, where it breaks in half, which was heartbreaking. It was like, what? I can't do it. Like, it takes a long time to get there. You see that shine. You're fighting people the whole time. You're trying to traverse this like ice cave. You get there. And you don't have a lightsaber, which is yeah, frustrating that's right. because that's your normal weapon yes. the whole time. And it breaks. Yeah, because you just broke it, right? Yeah, like the scene before. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. On uh, the red planet. Dathomir. The one where Marin Dathomir, yeah. You broke yeah. it fighting the... The, the ghost. Ghost of projection of, yeah, yeah. of Jarrod to Paul. Yeah. But yeah, you finally get the, the crystal and it snaps in half. And BD1's like... You get BD1's backstory, basically, which is like, oh, he's actually the hero. You're just kind of That's like right. kind of helping BD one out yes. a little bit. He doesn't really need yes, you, yes, yes, yes. and you you couldn't do any of this without him, basically. Uh, which was cool. I thought that was a cool kind of twist there. And then you get off your butt, stop stop feeling bad for yourself, and you're like, I guess I'll try anyway. And it, your double lightsaber works fine, and it looks badass. Fun fact: yeah. BD one actually also plays White Rose, the voice actor. No, BD no it's Wong? just BD Wong and BD One sound alike. Oh no, dude! No, BD One is actually played by Ben Burt, sound designer for the original Star Wars and all the Star no, Wars films. Yeah. I have no idea. Is it really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I thought you were doing like a Dio BD One JJ Rose. I didn't know oh, what was no, happening there, no, but we're back no, now. No, sorry, just cut it. <laughs> I lost it. I'm sorry. No, 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 that's on me. But yeah, I thought BD One's kind of turn there was was with uh, Cordova. Was that the guy's name that you're seeing the, the um, holograms for the whole time? Yes, yes. Cordova. Yeah, I thought that was yes. that was kind of a cool. I was gonna say side storyline. It's the main storyline, but you just get it at the end of every level or whatever, so you don't get it very often. But um, the reveal of BD One yep. being like, oh, he's the guy that's gonna restore and get you the, to the holocron is is a cool reveal. No, no. What about you guys? Favorite scenes or moments? I think the I think honestly that my favorite was I mean I loved that lightsaber one it was fantastic and and really just I mean getting to this old Jedi temple the puzzle with using the light to move things back and forth and melt this wall yeah and like yeah, that's right mentioning that Yoda taught them how to why you think there'd be a better system right that? yeah that's right that's right but like I agree that one was very fun but I think the the most climactic was maybe just because like there was so much work. And so many deaths and respawning yes. to get to this final scene yes. that like the final walk through, you know, getting to fighting the last, I guess, boss, yeah. uh, the second sister. And then, you know, Darth Vader coming and then running away was, was the, was the best payoff for me was seeing this Darth Vader's here. Oh my gosh, I need to fight him. Wait a second. This is before episode four. I'm not going to kill him because he continues yes. to live. Yeah. What's going to happen here? Yeah. I think that was just, a very fun, enjoyable ending. I thought it was going to end with Kaldine, but getting the holocron, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, that's cool. He'll sacrifice himself for the holocron and they'll save all the kids. Because in my yeah. mind, it was like them saving the kids still at that point. I didn't even think about them having agency. People have agency? Who knew? I don't know. Weird. Jay, what about you? Um, I'm going to go to one real quick. I just want to say the opening is really solid. Um, they've got a tutorial section where you learn how to use the controls yeah. by just kind of jumping yes. through an old Star Destroyer. And it's just, yes. it's really, really good. And it's beautiful. Really well yeah. And beautiful. You're, oh, yes. the seeing the giant ships get torn apart and junked and everything. Oh, that was gorgeous. My yeah. wife was watching me play that at the beginning. She's like, just watching it like a movie. It was loving. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, the movie gets boring when you keep dying. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. my wife. Learned, but that's true. Uh, yeah. other than that, yeah. um, <laughs> But, I've seen uh, this scene nine times now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quit messing up, head character. Oh, man. My, the best is when my four-year-old will watch me and he'll say, like, no, just jump up there. Yeah, no, I know. I know. <laughs> just just Daddy, kill that just, guy, Dad. Just jump up there. What's, Thank you. I don't know what you're... Um, so, yeah, awesome. the, the opening is great, but uh, I think one of my favorite moments is in the Venator. Venator? Yeah. The Star just, Destroyer? Just say it with confidence. Right? Yeah. Uh, Jaro, in the Venator, uh, which is... 
uh, a uh, crashed Star Destroyer that you can explore. Totally optional. And I say that it's totally optional because Ben and Tyler, you both explored it and then told me how awesome it was. And I completely missed it. And in fact, I how missed did it you so miss hard. It? Dude, I missed it so hard. You don't have to go there? No. I went back to it. Weird. Tonight to go play it again. And I missed it again. There's like a subtle entrance that you into, you just like oh, double jump onto it and like barely get it took me a while to get yeah, it totally to agree. It. very difficult to get out there i didn't yeah. even realize i was supposed to get in there and kept just running past it being like where do they want me to go i've explored yeah. all this i don't understand what i'm missing and then when i finally got i was like oh wow you're yeah, right that entire scene was huge. great and that so world yeah the, it's like the beginning of uh the of last no of, uh force awakens yes where ray yes. is searching for parts on the star story it's very yeah. similar where you get overwhelmed by just the size of the scene that you're in. Yeah. yeah. So the, yeah. the moment in particular, though, that, that I was excited about, Cal has this special power where he can sense force echoes and he bends mm. down and he remembers what happened there and he hears the audio from it and uh, gets the emotions and everything. And so at the very top of this completely optional thing, uh, you get like five different upgrades that you find right at the top as, as a way of just telling you, yes, by the way, you made it to the top. You're done now. Oh, you get like a mini story in there with all those echoes. That's right. Yeah, there's a little echo right towards oh, the top. Yeah. And if you bend down and listen to it, it is um, basically your star story with yeah. uh, Jaro Topal, uh, yeah. but a different master and, diff and different Padawan. And in that one, uh, the master sacrifices their life to save the Padawan, and the Padawan refuses to leave them and dies by their side. And it's their graves, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just two robes lying there on the ground. Oh, dude. It's, it's really good. I mean, yeah, it was just a, a nice emotional moment. Uh, and the, the, I think the game is full of those. All right. Yeah. Difficulty? Let's do it. Whew. What do you think, Jason? You want to start it? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So it is very much the, we talked about the Titanfall 2 uh, kind of influence on this in terms of gameplay, but probably a larger influence would be Dark Souls and all Souls-likes, um, Bloodborne, stuff like that. So those games uh, use parry and use attack with your sword and a very similar combat style. Uh, but the biggest similarity is not just the fact that you're able to parry and do cool moves and everything, but that it's really, really difficult. Dark Souls specifically is like held up as a it's only for hardcore gamers and it's even for them. It's hard. Mm. Yep. And it's, it's mm. given uh, this genre the name uh, Souls like. Yeah. Uh, so Sekiro and Bloodborne are the two other that are kind of in this series because they're made by the same creator. And uh, anyway, so it's from what I've heard, it's not quite as difficult as Dark Souls. I only played Dark Souls for a couple hours and just went, you know what? This is not for me because I kind of love it and I kind of want to spend the rest of my life playing this. And I don't think that that's good. Um, it, I could immediately see my my life disappearing before me. Um, so this is much more manageable. Great difficulty settings. Uh, there are four settings. Uh, there is story mode, uh, Jedi um, Knight, right. Jedi Master, and Jedi Grandmaster. And evidently, if you beat it on Jedi Grandmaster, I have at least heard the rumor that you then get kind of inducted into some kind of Jedi order at the end of it. Uh, wow. I don't know if that works out story-wise, so I need to actually look into that, but somebody uh. did tell me that. Okay. Um, by the way, the same guy who told me that, one of my students, he asked me what difficulty level I was playing on, and I was like, oh, I'm playing Jedi Knight. Like, it's really tough but i like it he's like no if you're not playing on jedi grandmaster you're not even like enjoying the game at all you're not experiencing it like wow. you don't know anything about this and i was like cool cool story but um i'm kind of liking it I'm, I'm having fun he's like no no it's not even it's not the game is intended and i just like to play games as intended that's kind of important to me I was like, okay i don't know why you're being <laughs> like this but thanks so like two weeks later i check in with him i was like oh so how's uh how's fallen order He's like, uh, oh, man, it was so tough. I couldn't get past the first level. So I just uh, I took it down to Jedi Knight. And uh, now I'm like, I just got to the second level. And so I'm, I'm getting through. I was like, OK, cool. I I beat it two weeks ago. It was really fun. I, I, I had a lot of fun, but you seem angry. So that's cool, too. <laughs> By the way, Reddit is full of posts like no reward or trophy for beating the game on Grandmaster. Nice. This is <laughs> nice. nice. And then all the comments are like, nope, I was pissed, too. Or like, nope, just pride. And like, well, so it doesn't seem like there's anything. Well, here's the, here's the hard part though. I mean, mid game, mid level, you can change your difficulty. Yeah. And, and we can go into this. I, I, I did this. So basically yeah. Yeah. I, I played on Jedi Knight. I was like, all right, I want a little, I mean, story mode makes it sound like it's going to be in linear story. I was afraid that you're going to have, I thought you were going to like skip things, right? Yeah. I, did. I was like, I thought, I thought you like walked by and then like a stormtrooper would wave at you or something. And then you'd keep going by. <laughs> That's on. not what happened. Uh, I want to play that game. That sounds yeah. awesome. <laughs> Move along. 
Um, <laughs> um, so I played Jedi Knight uh, probably the first half of the entire game until I got to one of the bosses. And my issue here is the gameplay throughout with Jedi Knight for me, which was, uh, you know, level two of four difficulty, mm-hmm. um, was doable and great, I think, and a really fun challenge. The bosses were very difficult. Yeah. Yes. Like, I feel like there was this this mismatch of 90% of the game and then the 10% of the game where you'd find the, you know, quote, bosses in these yep. levels where I think I bought, I beat the first one, maybe two, after multiple times dying. And then by the time I got to the one where you get the double lightsaber, yeah. that boss was the yeah. first time I had to change to story mode because I was getting destroyed. Yeah. Yes. And the was it the one with the, the, the two ATSDs at the end of that? Or was it just like some Inquisitors? It was no, it was the Inquisitor before you get the double at the top of the tree. Yeah. Yeah, up in the nest. Oh, big, right, right, right. Yeah. That, yeah, yes. Okay, that was the ninth the ninth sister, I think. That was the yeah. moment that I considered uh lowering the difficulty. Yeah, uh, so so it I took did. me six or seven deaths. And then yeah, like I, I literally yeah. like so I would die, I think I died three times in a row, and I was under this time pressure of like I was way behind you guys. Right. Like, I gotta get yeah. this freaking oh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were texting and, you every day. We gotta record. <laughs> we forgot what game. What was it again? I beat it a month ago. Totally. So so I low so here's the hard part though. This is this is my problem, is I lowered it down to story mode. And then I went in there and I beat them without even using a single stim pack. Oof. I beat them getting hit maybe three times. Wow. Yeah. Like there was a huge gap yeah. between story mode and Jedi Knight. And I wanted something in between. Yeah. Yeah. It it really wants you to try it on Jedi Knight. Like the the game, from what I could tell, it it really it wants to push you beyond what you're comfortable with. And Jedi Knight is not easy by any means. No, no. I started on Jedi Knight for because that's kind of I think it starts you on that, right? Yes, it's just kind of the default for like six to eight hours, and uh, I I don't even remember what section it was honestly, but I, at one point it was one boss. I think honestly, actually, it was I think it was Zepho, and it was like the Ogdo Bogdo thing. So it wasn't even yeah. like a main boss, but it was like the giant frog that I was just like, oh, I died sucks. so and many want, times on that. I want that chest that's behind it, <laughs> so yep. or the crate, uh, and I just switched the story. And I was just way happier. And I was yep. like, what am I? Tr- I'm not trying to prove anything to anyone. Yeah. I'm playing this game for the story. I don't, these aren't like transferable skills to my life. Yep. <laughs> so the, I, I just kept it on story mode and I loved it. The, okay, the only thing I would say in favor of doing it on uh, Jedi Knight is Preach. the feeling of like satisfaction when you yeah. get past one of them. Um, yeah. So I, I, I feel like story mode uh, for me would probably remove some of that. And so that particular boss, Tyler, where you uh, lowered it on, I yeah. really was angry. Like it was a, a really, really frustrating yes. battle. When yes. I finally beat her, I had like two millimeters left on my life, on my life bar Dude. and no stems. And yes. it just like, like fling my controller in the air. Like, yes. Oh, geez. I did yeah. it. Which just like- felt so retro gaming to me. Cause that was the way it felt to beat bosses in the nineties. Right. Yeah. Uh, good point. The, the first ATSD. It took me three times yes. to beat him. Each time was like ten or fifteen minutes. Yep. And the yep. time I actually beat him, this is on when I was on Jedi Knight. It there was like a sliver of life uh-huh. left. I yep. was so stressed, but I did the same exact thing where I was like, okay, this is probably the right difficulty. That's actually a fantastic point. Then the pilot pops out. Yeah, and then the, yeah. Then the pilot pops oh out and gosh. shoots. And like, that face. killed me. That's it. You just punched me. <laughs> oh my me? gosh, I've been so pissed. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that's. That's right. And I think if I had more time, I would have pushed yes. it more. Because yeah. I was thinking back like to like the Zelda days where like you had those bosses. This is me like as a 64 kind of kid. I'm just like, there were those ones that you would fight and fight and fight. And I, maybe I just have less patience as a yeah. 30-something year old. And maybe I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's not too difficult. I'm just less patient. If you want to experience that, um, I'd really recommend another game I beat this week. One that I've been working on for years called Shadow of the Colossus, which we'll talk about uh, a little bit more and what else are you playing but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's all bosses. That's all it is. Oh. There are no but other I, enemies. I don't know if I like That's the boss. Cool. I, I like going around and reflecting wow. laser bolts back to the start. It was fun to just press one button to deflect all la- yes. uh, laser yeah. bolts. Uh, yeah, that was it's sweet. fun being a Jedi. This game it's is fun really being fun. a Jedi, dude. God, it's great. As far as just fun Jedi stuff, this one takes the cake. It was really fun just being a Jedi. Yeah. All right. Any more gameplay stuff? Oh, oh! Let's talk about the uh, the owl boss. What was the owl boss? Because the bat boss, the giant owl at Dathomir Bat, whatever it was, that thing. I guess it, it could be both. I thought it was a bat because it had like the long, big old wings that it like walked on. Yeah. Wait, which one was that? But yeah, that was cool. The the giant dinosaur flying dinosaur thing. The one, on you, the one you rode. Yeah. You no, 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 not the one you rode. 
Uh, oh no! Well, yeah, sorry. You, you do ride it. There's the one in Kashyyyk where you fly like that, or e- eagle goose dragon thing. But there's the one on um, in Dathomir that's like a giant bat. It had like a yeah. That, oh it, yeah. Uh, Gorg, no, that uh, was fun because it was like you would fall and you have to fall on. That was very unique. Yeah. You're like that climbing. was cool. Yeah, you, you like keep like falling onto it over and over again and yes. flying through the air. That was cool. Yes. That was another one of those fraction of an inch left on the life bar. Yes. Uh, oh, and yeah. I beat it and then you're flying and you're on its back and then like you think you're in a cutscene and then it flips and you're supposed to ca- grab on and I missed it and Dude. I just plummet to my death. I'm like, I just want to die. I just want to. And fortunately, the continue takes you from the continuing. The yes. Cutscene. They realized other people had done that same thing. <laughs> Oh, yes. so I'm so thankful that falling off cliffs doesn't reset you to the last checkpoint. Yes. Yeah. It just resets you right there. Can, you're good to go. Can, can we momentarily talk about the, the death and respawning thing? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, thought yeah, that yeah. was actually very clever how they did this. So, awesome. in, first off, cleverly, uh, Respawn Entertainment is the developer of this. And Solid. every time you die, there's a big button that shows up and says respawn on it. I'm like, nice. Nice. I never connected that. Well done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, basically, it's, I mean, I think the biggest punishment for me, and this, this really became the thing was just like loading time of respawning. Like when you die, you're like, dang it. Yeah. You have to like respawn. It's and like 30 it seconds. You, it gives you like, I don't know, it's a minute probably. Yeah, maybe, I mean, I have an Xbox one, not an Xbox one X. So maybe it's slower. I'm not sure. But yeah, but it's like, it's just enough time to like put the controller down and be like, yeah. and like, there's a point where you would die. I actually would like, probably every time I died, I would actually be like stressed. I'd feel all my body tensed. Yeah, it's totally. Kind of, you get so much into it. Totally. But dying in this game essentially takes away your health, puts you back to the last save part, which is, you know, kind of these meditation areas that are spread Mm -hmm. throughout the game um, at kind of strategic locations. And also where you can, you know, upgrade your skill points and kind of upgrade your skills when you're fighting. But basically what it does is it takes away your skill points that you've earned, or at least the progress to the skill points you've earned at that point. And then when you get to the exact monster character, stormtrooper, whoever that, that got you dead, they're glowing. And as soon as you yeah. hit them, it restores your life, restores the experience, I guess, experience points, essentially, that you lost. So it kind of gives you, knowing that you died to this person, gives you a little boost once you got there, which is actually, I think, brilliant. It's like, we know you struggled with this person, so the first time you hit them, you're going to get a lot of life yeah. back and give you a little advantage. And it was like this, you know, there's enough payment for dying, but at the same time, it wasn't like, I've lost everything and it's frustrating. Yeah, totally. Is, is, is that a Souls-like thing as well right isn't that a dark yes. souls yeah yeah uh, uh more punishing there be- i don't believe in dark souls you get the xp back oh Jeez. You, but just you get whatever believe you lose all of your xp back to the oh, previous geez, uh fire level or whatever yeah they, yeah they use fire pits instead of meditation things gotcha 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 uh and then what was anything else gameplay jay did you have something oh yeah there was this one monster that just kept killing me uh right next to the deaths uh the star destroyer um if you kind of swim through that water there's another kind of entrance into the caves and yeah. you, you go through uh, to the way. left yeah to the left and then you kind of then you go in there i never got past it no i never, never beat him I, never I, beat I, him. I tried so many times i don't know what's behind I, him. i would show up he'd be glowing yellow uh, yeah. i did run past him once yeah but then you can't get out yeah, there's no there's nothing there. It looks like it's supposed to be. I think you're supposed to get to it from a different. Like I think we're on the back side of it. Oh. Like there's an adventure adventure on the other side, and that's the exit. But down below, there's one of those blue doors where you can force push it open. And I did that, and I tried to run out of that. He he like he is amazing. He just traps no, you in a so corner fast. and destroys nope. you in five seconds. You're I got through that thing, and on the other side of it, there was like not much. Like uh. it was like at the bottom of a long well that it's like. So you fall down here on some kind of side quest weird and then have to fight that guy and get out yeah i've never went back to him yeah that's a good reminder <laughs> i should go try to do that now that i have a double lightsaber absolutely <laughs> that does actually lead to my biggest gripe of the game which was the the fact that i guess like all the not the platforming because i actually didn't mind the like wall running and and all the like rope swinging and stuff but the fact that like when you're when you finish a level the way to get to the next level to get them back to the mantis is you have to run back and a lot of times retrace exactly where you were. Sometimes there's an elevator shortcut, which takes you half the way. But if you miss that or that's blocked or you don't have a certain power yet or whatever, but like half the time I was just like, well, I guess I'll run through everything I did. And if I meditated once I get to fight all the same guys again, <laughs> so that was a frustrating. Oh, like if you rested. If yeah. I rested at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. And I think they did a good job trying to offset that with this shortcut thing where you yes. go around this long, adventurous way yeah. 
And then you can get in the, you open the door from the back essentially. And then you have this, this thing and it sort of kind of makes you go through one long way and not again, but you're right. It was not quick. Yeah. There's a couple like Kashyyyk just didn't have that. I felt like anytime on the Kashyyyk, I'd be like right. looking for crates. I'm like, well, I guess I'll go run around for 20 minutes. Yeah, I wish yeah. I could like die on purpose to go back to man. I wish there was like some sort of a shortcut <laughs> to get to the mantis, but I felt like there never was an efficient way to get back or rarely. This, this game yeah. needed fast travel so bad. Yeah. But overall, like nine out of 10, eight out of 10. I really loved it. That's yeah. It's, it wasn't a huge gripe, but every time I was like, oh, well, all right, I guess I'm going to be walking. <laughs> yeah. 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 Any more gameplay? Uh, I loved I love BD1. I feel like we, yeah, we didn't give it. Yeah. yeah. No love for BD1 yet. He's great. Like, I mean, every Star Wars game, even though maybe not bad for two, but Star Wars, every Star Wars game and movie, I think Lucasfilms and Disney or whoever is just nailing these droids. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love everyone. Yeah. And BD1 is no exception. Yeah. He's the cutest little guy. Super helpful. Awesome. I love changing his little his costume. Every time I turn on the game, I'd pick up a new one. <laughs> so By the end, I was just in a bright pink parka, and he was in like a pink and black striped mm. skin. The mantis was bright pink. It was great. It was, yep. it was awesome. We were the loudest ship in the galaxy. Any more? Any BD1 notes, Jay? Oh, I love him so much. He's adorable. Yep. All right. What's the drink? What's the song? Here we go. This game's pretty fun. With frustration When I was all done I just had to question What's the drink? What's the song? I can't always tell I just want to know What game is Westy 12? Tyler, you're our guest. Yeah. Would you like to start us off? What is your uh, your drink? Beer? Uh, or or it doesn't have to be alcoholic. We changed it since the last time you heard it. Oh, that's right. It's not what the beer or the song. It's what's the drink with the song? It's oh just what's God. the drink? What's the song these days? Well, it's a good thing I chose there a beer. You go. I got both. There you go. Um, I went a uh, local, me being from Oregon, nice. brewery, uh, Crux from Bend, Oregon. And a uh, beer that they make and are distributing a little wider than I'm seeing now um, called... Tough love. Yes. Hmm. It is a barrel aged stout that is amazing. Um, I chose this because number one, it's like, oh, a crux beer. I love it. I'm gonna get it. And it's they sell it in these like cute little, you know, 12 ounce bottles um with the wax top. And you're like, oh, it's just a little stout. I believe they're actually it. 375 milliliters, Tyler. Sorry, sorry, thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate that. Well, actually, I forget in Central Oregon they use the metric system. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's it's in Belgium, <laughs> Oregon is where this place Good. is. Good. Yeah, but it is a very tasty, yeah. very enjoyable the whole time as this game was. Nice. It takes me longer to finish it because it is thick and a dense, delicious stout. As this game did, mm. it took me way longer to finish than I thought. And both of those are very welcomed. I love sipping on this beer for a very long time, and I loved how long this game took to kind of just slowly go through an experience. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go next. I went with eggnog because obviously <laughs> festive, <laughs> festive for when we were playing, which was over the holidays. Good point. Uh, yep, yep, but yep. I, I actually had my first eggnog ever over the holidays, which is mind blowing. But <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. I'm yeah, I'm still young, Tyler. Okay, um, <laughs> plenty more holidays for me to have eggnog, and it it was my choice because. It's sweet. This game was sweet. I love Star Wars. It's like this enjoyable, sweet experience. Uh, and depending on your mood, you could adjust the hard level of eggnog, just like you could this game. You could have a little oh, sweet eggnog. You put a little Soko in there, you know. And then it's even though this is the first eggnog I've ever had, I've always associated it with Christmas and Thanksgiving and uh, like Christmas vacation, National Lampoons, and as if there's other ones. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it's nostalgic, just like uh, Star Wars is. So straight to Very good. me. Jay, what do you got? Uh, I went with the Pangalactic Gargle Blaster uh, from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Wow. It is a, a drink invented by um, the president of the galaxy, uh, Zathod Beeblebrox. Uh, it's considered by the Hitchhiker's Guide to be the best drink in existence. And it's described as um, having your brains smashed out by a slice of lemon wrapped around a large gold brick. <laughs> Which I think is uh, about what this game feels like. Wow. In a good way. In a great way. Okay, It is cool. the best <laughs> drink in existence. Cool. Cool. All right, let's go uh, back around okay. the horn, Jay, with the, with the songs. I chose um, Another Part of Me uh, by Michael Jackson. Uh, oh, Captain okay. Neo. Yeah. A, no. A, I, I know. 
I, I wanted to not choose it, uh, but then once it was in my head, I couldn't get it out of uh, my head because it's, well, it's a really good jam. It is. Um, I'm kind of okay if we don't play it or if we just cut this and and bleep my entire song because Michael Jackson's not somebody that I want to endorse and, and talk about, but the uh, Captain EO movie had a huge effect on me as a kid. Yeah, that was our go-to uh, spot. As a child, absolutely. Yeah. Interestingly, the last time I was at Disneyland, that in that exact theater... Uh, was a Star Wars montage of following the Force and the Skywalkers through the entire story. That's cool. Wow. And it was beautiful in that exact theater. That's cool. Did it have that blue elephant who plays the keyboard on it? Absolutely Um, did. (laughs) An integral part of Anakin's journey. Max something. I don't remember his name. Rebo. Thank you. Max Rebo. I got you. Salacious. He was. Mm. Anyway, uh, my song. Uh, I went with the song that is about kind of facing ourselves and our own failings, working through the brokenness in ourselves and in those around us and in the world, or in Fallen Order's case, the worlds, and kind of realizing that there's beauty in the mundane, in the everyday. So not only you're on Zepho and you see those weird like fox things, which are just gorgeous and the planet's gorgeous, but also just the, the beauty of life and moving forward and letting those kids live their own lives. And the song I picked was What Beautiful Things by Dustin Kensrue. And it's just this really light-hearted sounding acoustic guitar and Dustin singing. And I'll read some of the lyrics and I don't know how much I'll actually keep in the episode. But the first verse is talking about how uh, he's detailing like the dark times. So that's Cal on Bracca, hopeless, ignoring his training and trying to just like, you know, he separated himself from the force. He's trying to disappear. And then it goes into Oh, What Beautiful Things I See for the chorus. Oh, what beautiful things. I see Oh, what beautiful things I see Second verse is The lunatics with their fire sticks Lightsabers And deadly rhythm They reprimanded us with reckless savagery Which is like Dathomir Uh, But in the midst of apocalypse The dove brings tidings The mantis, like a dove floating down I lift my eyes to the azure skies And sing So the idea of just like flying around the galaxy. Oh, what beautiful things I see. And then the last verse is, we're so surprised when we realize that we're deftly skilled in like learning force powers. Uh, The very vices we swore off violently. So abandoning yourself from the force, him and Sarah. And then they're like, they're actually good at these things that they completely abandoned. Still at the, Tyler, at the crux of the worst in us. The hope is hiding. I lift my gaze from my wicked ways and sing. The idea of like looking for the future to better days ahead and like abandoning the Jedi ways of like controlling children and letting them free. Oh, what beautiful things I see. So was that song playing in the closing credits? Because that's like exactly this game. Isn't that kind of cool? I, I, <laughs> that's awesome. It took me a lot of songs. A, a lot of songs. I went through a bunch of uh, Reliant K songs. I thought it'd be cool to tie that in. Nothing, I tried to. No, no, I tried nothing to. quite fit. Uh, but this one jumped out for whatever reason. I was looking through Spotify uh, recently played and, and dug this one up. And I was like, oh, this one fits thematically and lyrically very, very well with Cal's uh, adventure. So That's fantastic. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Tyler, what do you have? I feel like we should end it on yours because you're just so much more <laughs> deeply thought out than mine. I had a tr- I had trouble with this. The beer for me was very easy, or the drink. Um, but the song was, I mean, every time I'm just thinking about this, like it's just the Star Wars theme in my head. Um, yeah. what's the, you can pick that. Uh, what's, what's the... Dun, 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 is that the, the Imperial Fates. Attack? Duel of Fates. Yeah. That's that's the one. I feel like, so hearing that stresses me out. Yes. Yeah. Playing this game in a good way, yeah. I feel like I just noticed, like, like I mentioned earlier, every time I died, I was so tense. Like in the in the, <laughs> yeah. in the fights and the bosses, yeah. like my whole body was reacting and like trying to steer around Cal this whole time. And I feel like it was Star Wars themed. Dun, 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 dun. It was me in that world. And at the same time, it was, it was, I mean, thoroughly enjoyable, but also had stressful, you know, things coming. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. All right. Uh, what else we're playing? Uh, I think I changed the name of that segment every time. What else are we playing? What else are we playing? What else am I playing? <laughs> uh, I've been playing a lot. And Jason, I have you 100% to thank. I, th- I believe on, I'm just going to start, by the way. So just Do wait for your doing. turn, guys. Uh, I yeah. believe it was on our top 10 games of the decade pod in, in December. I, my 10th one was Gwent. From the Witcher 3 yes. and Tetris 99, right? Yeah. I was like, I just want Gwent. I searched for months when I played this game a couple years ago, and it's not on iOS, it's not on um on desktop or whatever. It must have like came out shortly after I looked, because it's been out for two, three years now. And you and the iOS version just came out two months ago. So I jumped on that. I'm like level 42. 
Like I'm ranked and, and like it's it's my new obsession. It's my new Tetris 99 and it is amazing. It's different than the one in the game, but it's much more like Magic the Gathering where it's like ever growing and more evolved than the one in the game. Yeah. So the one in the game, I felt like I'd mastered by the end of it. You find all the cards, you f- figure out a couple strategies and you're good at it. This one, every time you get to a new ranking, a new level, there's more cards to get. Everyone you play is way better than you. And mm. so like every time you get to a new level, you're just getting your butt kicked mm. until you like develop some skills, new strategies. And so you're ever evolving your strategies the whole time. Amazing game. I love the game. So thank you so much for for sending me the link to that I'm uh, so right after we recorded that. So I'm a Gwent fanatic. And then what else am I playing? Uh, I guess Rocket League with you two, which we haven't played in a couple of weeks because we've been playing yeah. this. Yeah. But we should yeah. get back to playing that online. I think that was what I played that and uh, and this game was what I played over the holidays the most. So that's super yeah. fun playing that and um, FaceTime with you two and, and Tyler, your yeah. wife as well when we play. Totally. Also not a new game, but I feel like <laughs> no. making a resurgence or something. It's I don't know. Like it's fantastic. 2015 or something. Yeah. Yeah. But we're loving it. We're just, it's fun. It's soccer with cars or futsal exactly. with cars, whatever it is. Which sounds so awful it sounds so until stupid. you play it and you're like, this is weirdly very fun. Endlessly fun. And in like yeah. two minutes between games, we catch up, talk about exactly. life. Exactly. Exactly. How are the kids? Yeah, 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 exactly. All right. Shut up. I got defense. <laughs> <laughs> I what are you thinking? <laughs> I'm out of boost. <laughs> I'm out of boost. You're useless. Get out of here. <laughs> it's great. It's really relaxing. Uh, yeah, uh, Jay, yours is going to be like 20 minutes long. Tyler, what else have you been playing? Have you, I know, I feel like you're all stalling. This is great. <laughs> what else are we doing? Oh, you guys that? hungry? Uh, what are you doing later? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, mine might be long. You can cut as much as you want, but Sweet. what else I'm Do playing it, is actually Oculus Quest. Oh, Ooh. Jason's super into this conversation all of a sudden. Yeah. Yes. Welcome in Jason. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I got this as a gift to myself, uh, shortly after Christmas nice. and some Christmas money and whatnot. Nice, dude. And I freaking love it. And it's just, it's just, it is to me, it is the next step as like 64 was from SNES. Wow. It is a wow. whole nother level of total immersion and it is so fun. So what That's do you awesome. mean? I, and I, I'm playing, uh, playing a handful of things. Um, I love Super Hot. Yes, yes. it is mind-blowingly good. That was the first game Jason made me play when I played. Oh my god! Like, yeah. like the first time I played it was like 15 minutes, and I was in there playing. And it's one of the ones if you're not familiar with this, uh, is only time moves when you move. So you have these kind of people around you that are trying to go at you, and if you don't move at all, you kind of just look around. They're not moving. As soon as you start moving, they're coming to attack you. And it's just like these little levels. It's very fun. After I played it for like probably 20 minutes the first time from a fr- with a friends, I took it off and we went for a walk, all of us. And I was like, why is everybody moving when I'm not moving? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the first game when I came out of virtual reality yes. into real reality. I was like, this feels fake. I'm confused. My body. Oh, it's such have, a good game. Have you had anybody awesome. record you while you're doing it? So you can see no, what you actually look like. No. It's amazing. Because you feel... I mean, I've watched people do it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, you feel like you're Neo in the Matrix. And you're like yes. dodging bullets and using yes. a knife to cut a bullet in half yes. in midair. It's the Absolutely. coolest thing. Jeez. And then Absolutely. you watch yourself and it's just you kind of like cringing. It's lots of cringing. <laughs> and like slowly moving. <laughs> yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, and I don't have like a gaming PC. And so I think the Oculus Quest being very approachable for me as yeah. like, here's a $400 price tag. You don't need the bigger data. Like you don't need a big PC. And it's like plug and play you're good to go wireless you know um other games i'm playing is beat saber of course um it's very accessible and then vader immortal mm-hmm. speaking of feeling like you're in the star wars How world that like this one? one have you played this i have not oh my god it's amazing there's one scene where vader and no spoiler you're, you're i'm guessing you know he's in there walks up to you and you're like okay I totally understand why everybody is intimidated by this guy because he's he, they put awesome. him like way bigger, yes. right in your face, huge. You're like, I'm gonna pee myself. That's awesome. It's incredible to like literally be in the Star Wars world. It is so fun. Yeah, that's cool. You must get it. Oh yeah, seriously. Wow. Yeah, I I've got PSVR, so I won't be able to. Oh, I have I'll to mail get you it. my. I'll mail you my quest. It's coming. This is, this is how I talked to Ben about my PSVR. It's like you have to. All right. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Keep going. What else are you playing? Um, that's about it. That's been my big distraction. I'm like, nice. I mean, I've been like wanting to fight through this and then like, you know, enter into these other games and other fun things. Nice. All right, Jay. Three games. Open up. Um, first, uh, Ring Fit Adventure on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, I have I have the GIF. Oh, dude. I am. Yep. Yeah, 
yeah, put that on our uh, on our Twitter feed. Will please. do. Embarrass man. me. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm on like day 15. It's great. Uh, working Ring out. Fit um, Adventure. Yeah. Have you Have you seen this? I have not. Uh, so you get like this. Uh, you know what a Pilates ring looks like. I've never seen this I before. Have, like, like, I imagine what one would be. Yeah, it's like? like a circle. I'd, I'd guess like uh, 15, 16 inches in diameter. And you put that's when you like squeeze your hips together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so nice. you you put one of the switch controllers in it, and then you strap the other one to your leg, and it comes with this little strap. Oh. And uh, then you play like a JRPG, except uh, every time you fight a monster, uh, instead of uh, pressing magic, uh, you do squats or you do or you, you do, do squats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it can sense where you are because you're holding the ring and it's got one on no. your leg. And so it says, you no. hold the ring in front of you, lock in, you know, do, do, do. Okay, I got, I know where you are. Okay, now do squats. And okay, wait, stay down. Don't come up. Don't come. Okay, come up. Now you hit him. And if you come up too soon, it doesn't hit him as hard. And like things like that. Plus, then there will be wow. monsters. Monsters will be color coded to which exercises you can do. So it'd be like oh, yellow monsters fantastic. are sensitive to ab exercises. Per, uh, blue monsters are sensitive to leg exercises. Uh, oh wow, like that's that. cool. So you're you're choosing those kinds of things. You even get smoothie upgrades where you can make a smoothie via collectibles and then use it to upgrade your arm exercises and take out arm monsters with it. Like, dude, like honestly, th- these I feel like they're getting more clever with the ways that you're working out with games, like Beat Saber. Similarly, yeah. Like I'm, I am like, it is, it is. Enti- I get very sweaty. Tyler, do you have a switch? I do not. Okay. I don't know. I would think about this if I did. Uh, if you did, I'd, I'd really recommend it. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look into that. I'm look yeah. into that. It's really fun. that's cool, man. That sounds fun. Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, so I'm doing that pretty close to daily. Um, the uh, second game is the one I mentioned earlier, where it's all bosses. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game starts with this like 10 minute cinematic, where it's just gorgeous, and it's this kind of fantasy world. Uh, with animals walking around deer looking at you from the woods and you're just a guy on a horse with uh, a dead woman slung over the saddle red dead yeah right I'm yeah not, it sounds I'm like back in <laughs> right? and uh, except fantasy like uh, medieval type stuff uh, i'm out mm-hmm. and uh you come to this temple and you lay her down uh on the altar and uh you offer you you say to like uh the gods you know if you'll if you'll bring her back to life i'll do anything and this voice from above gives you a task and you've got to go kill this monster. And there's no other monsters to fight. There's just whatever monster you are currently on. And mm-hmm. so you you follow, you have to navigate this enormous world. Imagine the world, a world the size of Red Dead, but there's nothing to do in it or very, very little. And it's lonely and it's sad. There's no just interesting like side quests. It's just you roaming across the land for like five, ten minutes to try and get to the next monster. And the next monster... And the next monster is like 80 feet tall and you've just got a sword. It's the way you, you attack it is you climb up its body. And it turns out it's actually a little bit closer to a puzzle game where you're playing it with like uh, GTA or Red Dead controls, but you have to climb this 80 foot tall monster to get to its head and stab it in the head. Huh. It's amazing. I've just seen clips of that game over the years. And it looks gorgeous. It's but it looks super intimidating the game I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and you you climb up it, you you kill this thing, and you feel like so excited when you finally beat it. And That's as cool. it falls down, sad music plays. Aww. Instead of like joyous music. And you never yeah. feel triumphant. You Aww. feel like you just killed something beautiful. And this like this is one of like just the saddest, loneliest games I've ever played. And wow. I really enjoyed it. It was gorgeous. The ending is really nice. How long is the game? Uh like eight hours. Oh wow! Um, okay. Yeah, eight to ten. It's yeah. it's pretty solid, and you can you can drop it and pick it back up. Unfortunately, yeah. it's PlayStation only. Sorry, guys. Um, uh, but cool. it is cool. very, very good. You uh, have that game in Spider Man. Damn yeah. it! Uh, and if if you got a PS3 though, Ben, don't you have an old one of those hanging out? Somewhere? I do. He does. Yeah, yeah. you, can, you can get it for that. Oh, sweet! Those games um, used to be beautiful. I wonder if it still yeah. is. Yeah, they they actually it was originally <laughs> PS2, and they remade it for PS3. They did a remaster then, and then another oh. remaster uh, last year for PS4 or two years ago. So it's not sequels. It's just the first one. Just the first one. They just keep remaking it. Um, wow. Making it prettier. That's cool. Uh, and not Ooh. fixing some of the physics intentionally. Because uh, there's a whole fan community that was built around using the bad physics in the original game to exploit it and jump into areas of the game that they normally couldn't oh, get that's to. that's cool. Uh, found a whole story last night that was amazing. There's one thing that they changed in the remaster. 
is in the credits when you beat the game, mm-hmm. it says special thanks to, and it names this guy who on Reddit had been like tracking all of the secrets of the game. Like it just has his username there. It says special thanks to so-and-so and the 79 golden steps. And now hidden in the game, there are 79 gold coins you can find. And if you find all of them, it unlocks this area that the guy had always theorized in the original game, hid some secret. And it never did in the original game. But now you get like a bonus sword. Like it was one of the coolest Easter eggs I'd ever read about. That's really Um, cool. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh, And then finally, um, the game that might be on my list as one of the best games of all time, Mother 3. Oh, the sequel wow. to Earthbound. Yeah, yeah, a Japanese-only game that will never be localized uh, in English. That uh, was just—I was sobbing at the end of it. It was really, really good, and it's amazing that it can do that with um, Game Boy Advance graphics. Uh, yeah. But it is—it is a beautiful, beautiful, really sweet game. <laughs> awesome. All right, Jay, it's on you. Month in the news. Unconfirmed reports coming in right now. Coming across the wire. This is according to um, pocketlint.com. It's true. Sounds it's just credible. True. Don't question it. <laughs> that a reboot of KOTOR is in development and it could be announced as soon as E3 2020. Isn't that uh, in March? Uh, it is in June. Yeah, June 9th. Current theorization is that it's either a uh, remake or a kind of a spiritual sequel that includes elements of both KOTOR 1 and KOTOR 2 and retold retells the plot, but perhaps from another point of certain point of view. So the the biggest issue that people have that nerds have with KOTOR now, I guess, and it's not an issue with KOTOR, it's an issue with Disney, is that it was decanonized when Disney bought Lucasfilm. Right. And so uh one of the ships in Rise of Skywalker, I'm getting my info, of course, from the deep dives. Deep on binge mode. Thank you, Jason Meller. Uh, what, what a great show that one of the ships in and I don't know which part of Rise of Skywalker, but they mention or it's written down somewhere. One of the ships is called Revan, named after oh. the Sith Lord, Darth Revan, yep. which is um, one of the characters in the original KOTOR. So and <clears throat> only one. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, no spoilers here. Basically, if they could make that game again, but canonize it, so bastardize the either. I guess if they could remake it and still work, I'm sure there's parts that. You know, I don't know if they've touched that part. No, they haven't touched that part because that's thousands of years in the past, right? Thousands. So they haven't. They could make the same exact. They could just canonize it. Yep. Would anything have to change? Not a thing. So, oh, man, why did it get decanonized then? Because they just they cut down all of the books, all of the uh, cartoons, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything except for, uh, well, not Rebels, and oh, I think Rebels was after, not but Rebels. not um, Clone Wars. Clone Wars was yeah. was yeah. stayed canon, and the movies basically, and that was it, and like two or three books. If the Benioff and Weiss series had gone through i think it was supposed to be set around kotor era it was going to be i believe thousands of years earlier um and so that could have interfered with it but i don't think that's happening so there you go man if if they made the same exact game with improved graphics i'd play it yep. you know like they don't have to do much but slap kotor's name on it and and what's, what's it called the uh the what's it called when you're the exile oh right no name because you get to pick your gender and you get to give your yourself your own name and it's just the exile everyone refers to you as. Oh, it's so great. It, they were way ahead of the non-gender uh, binary yeah. before pop culture, you know? So good for them. Good for KOTOR. Anyway, so any more mold from the news? KOTOR. That's it. <laughs> All right, Tyler, you got anything for us? Any any shows, books, movies? Anything you and your wife enjoying these days you want to shout out? Oh, uh, nothing major. I'm late to the game on the Brooklyn Nine-Nine bandwagon. Nice. It is great. Yeah. If you have not watched this, do yourself a favor. Get like three or four episodes in because the first two for me were like, I don't know about this, but whew, a lot of fun. Fantastic show. Definitely. Agreed. Yeah, it's it's solid. All right. That is all we have for you this month. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us, man. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. We'll have you pleasure. on for, for Fallen Order 2 or KOTOR 3 or whatever the next Star Wars game is, of course. We'll have sure. You on, so. I'm in. Maybe Sounds we'll make you play one of those old X-Wing games. Or we can do Vader Immortal all together because that's oh, Lucas. We'll figure something Lucas out. Lucas Films. We'll definitely have you back soon. All right, sweet. Uh, you can check us out. Our website is menoflowmoralfiber.com. You can uh, find links to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook there. I think Twitter and Instagram are the only ones we update these days. Sorry, Facebook. We'll probably just end up deleting that. So anyway, if you have any questions or if you want to plead us to come back to Facebook, I guess, feel free to email us at momfpod at gmail.com. M-O-L-M-F-P-O-D at gmail.com. 
And if you love us so much, you'd like to throw us a buck or two uh, every month, you know, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash month. Uh, we would love for you to check out even just to see our silly little video we made. Um, oh, by the way, our uh, Patreon supporters actually listened to this one week before you did. So uh, just one reason to get on there. Uh, but we forgot to pick the next Good game. Call. Oh, oh, yeah. What Dude, we just skipped all over the place. Good call. Back it up. So we already know. We actually talked to Corey uh, last week about this. We picked the game offline this time, off air. Ooh. And it's a game that's been on our list. We've talked about it a lot. I think we actually talked about it on our Christmas episode, our holiday episode, um, talking about what we wanted to play this year. And it is... Kentucky Route Zero. And the finale, I think, comes out this week or yep. around the time this episode posts. So uh, jump on it. You should be able to play all at five or six episodes, whatever it is. We'll be playing it through February and, and we'll release that episode the first Friday in March. The embargo dropped today and all I've seen so far are reviewers saying, okay, no spoilers, but it is very good and it finishes well. Oh, gosh. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. All right. So thank you. Go play that game. We'll see you next month. As always, I have been Ben. I will be Jason. And I am Tyler. It's true. And I am a mighty pirate. And we both have our pride. But yours has cost you the lives of all the Force-sensitive children on that list, as well as your own. Oh, dark ending, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to All right. See y'all next month.